That's one beer for you, two for me, three or four more. High five, I gotta pee. Ew. That's six, seven, eight, mate, fine, cheers. Then let's sleep. We're nine beers deep. Nine beers deep. So I just spent the last like fucking 45 minutes to an hour trying to find another charger. I plugged it in this uh, charger into multiple different outlets around my apartment, trying to get it to fucking work. Nothing worked. And now it's working. So all that stress for nothing. So what we're learning is that Seth is. Don't say it. Don't say it. No, don't say it. That is not what it is. Incompetent. I knew what I was doing. I was struggling trying to figure this charger out. And then I just, you know what I did? I turned it on. Nothing fucking fuck off, dude. I fucking hate you. Nine beers deep. Off to a great. We can barely start. turn on computers around here. I fucking hate you. <laughs> that BL line looks good. I haven't had one in a few weeks. Are you? What are you drinking this week? Mm, a combo of Modelo, and then I got one of these Smog City Brewing Company Smog Days IPA series Snow Donut. Just because I was feeling frisky. Oh, I, oh, I like but the rest a, of the beers. Shall be. I like uh, IPA, hazy IPAs. They're good. Yeah. God, what a fucking ridiculous last hour this has been. Yeah. <laughs> it's so I had long to do an to... audition. My phone almost died. Had to charge it, which luckily, yeah. because then Seth spent an hour learning how to turn on his computer. So. <laughs> I'm so happy this is this is the way that this podcast is going. Let's chug a beer, ball. pussy. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already took a sip out of this one, so let me just grab another one real quick so I can actually chug with you. Uh cheers, dude. Cheers, brother. Love ya. Love you too, man. Uh, oh, I just got him out of the fridge and it's real cold. Yeah, extra bad. <sighs> Fuck. Oh man, this whole beer chugging thing that we do because of the show. Everyone, we, I mean, the best way to get through the beer is sometimes just to drink it fast. But yeah. I went to uh, pick up some food yesterday at at the Elbow Room. Great bar, dive bar slash awesome pizza. If you're in LA, and my pizza wasn't ready yet, and they're like, "Oh, it's just going to be a few minutes." And I was like, "Oh, I think I'll 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 have a sit and have a beer if." that's okay and they're like yeah and they're like so just like one beer and i was like no nah, just maybe two <clears throat> just two seeing how there's only like a couple minutes so they're like oh, it's almost ready i'm like yeah just two and then woman started pouring one i was like you can pour them both and she's like oh no i don't mind bringing it and i was like no just pour them both and then i just <laughs> slammed the first one and, and i was like oh my god well this lifestyle i've <laughs> sort of made without even thinking i was like i'm gonna slam the first one and then i'll just kind of like three drink the next one. Yeah. 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 That's I don't know if she funny. was impressed because she thought I was an alcoholic or just because I made her a little bit extra money. But either way, <laughs> let's go ahead and just, just pour both. Let's go yeah. ahead and just let's, let's just, just save everyone time. <laughs> but that's what how I am anymore when I get the itch, dude. I'm just like, you know what? I need to slam a whole drink immediately. Yeah. And yeah. Then while that's setting in, I'll kind of sip on the next one. But anymore, and especially in expensive LA, man, I just got to lay off the drinking because if I go out, it's like a five drink minimum for me. Within the span of a meal, a fast meal, I will consume at least five alcoholic beverages. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, I, if I go out, I usually get like a beer and a shot right off the bat. And then as soon as I take the other shot, like the first shot, and they, whenever they come back or whatever, I'm like, and go ahead and get me that second shot, please. And thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'm all I'm all about just like diving right in. Oh, Jesus. Oh, it was man. the beer in the shot that got us fucked up in London. <sighs> so Actually, good. it was like kind of a weird thing. So we started with Bloody Mary. So there was a day that and I know you guys have heard this if you're listeners. Whatever. But Tell we it decided or it was decided for us that we were going to day drink and yeah, we, we and didn't I, really have a call in that like it was kind of like no you go right ahead and uh, yeah you're gonna day drink today and i'm gonna and, watch you <laughs> yeah and, and seth and i are not um pacers 
you know, like the only thing that paced us out is that we, uh, Colette, the person that was with us only had so much patience to stay from at one place at a time. And then we would have to walk, which is probably the only way we, we stayed functional for as long as we did. But it was like, oh, we're going to have some Bloody Marys. Oh, let's have a beer. Oh, let's have a beer and a shot. Yeah. Oh, let's have this fun martini drink. Oh, let's have some more beer, more shots. Oh, if we're going to sit here for a shot, let's just get two shots. Like, it was, woo! Oh, but I do have to say that mar- that chartreuse martini yeah. was real good. <laughs> it I was remember, really good. I, I remember that one. It didn't I remember, last we as long because like, it was so at fancy. At least two of them because they did. had specials. So it was like. Well, I think we had one that was like the chartreuse one. Then we had one that was really foamy. Yeah, the foamy. I did, yeah, stuff. yeah, because they had a they had a happy hour going at this particular pub, and we only and had so we like just went down that happy hour. Forty minutes list. left. Yeah, because their happy <laughs> so, hour was ending, so we were like, "Well, let's go ahead and take care of this." Order four, <laughs> <laughs> and then eat this COVID popcorn uh, that we didn't know. Uh, you know. Why did we do that? Well, because we didn't know what fucking COVID was. I mean, yeah, this is true. the same day, everyone, that we were writing right that, now, you know, like this right huh? now last year, right? This time last year. Yeah. Oh, one year ago. Oh, I sent you the ago. thing. The one year anniversary of our two year lockdown. Oh, God, <laughs> the meme geez. that's going around. Yeah. yeah. But then I was so drunk. When we kept getting on the subway, like my oyster card, I wouldn't know what to do with it. So I would like scan it and then I'd put it in my mouth while I was trying to unzip my coat to like put it back in and this is like when we were just hearing about covid and i just kept joking and being like oh covid yeah oh and we said the it next so day many i woke times. up and i was sick but i think and it was just a cold for anyone who's uh, listening the oyster card is kind of like a like a public transit card in yeah the, the public transit card um so he just we just of course scan it where everybody fucking touches everyone's it. touching and then i put it directly put in, it my right mouth. in my mouth dude so covid popcorn was the least of my issues that yeah. day we didn't give a fuck then no well, I you mean, spent 20 minutes trying to fuck a bartender. I, I'm so <laughs> I'm so happy <laughs> that we had that. Mo- that was our farewell to freedom. It was. We didn't even know it. We didn't that was know. our last hoorah. Yeah. And then we got back. Now we've been drinking inside literally of Zoom. Everything shut down. Uh, I mean, we might as well talk about our, our last week of freedom since it's our year anniversary. Oh, it uh, is one yeah. year since we were yeah. free. Yeah. Oh, that's what we should title this. COVID. The one year anniversary of our loss of freedom. <clears throat> Man, it was such a such a fun hoorah. It was. It was. We were so drunk. We walked around this part of London. I can't even remember what it's called. We went back like two days later and it was like seeing it for the first time. Like I didn't even know we had been there, but we had pictures of Seth pretending to blow this giant Lego. Uh, <laughs> uh, All right. And we had (laughs) we had all these like documenting photos that, you know, told us where we were. They were like tagged or else I would have had. I was like, oh, this is a cool part of town. And Colette was like, we were here two days ago. (laughs) And we we both were like, wait, no, we were not. And we had to go back and look at pictures. And we kind of it was kind (laughs) of cool because it was like, oh, this picture. Let's look over there. We went there. Yeah, We got to experience something for the first time twice. How cool is that? Uh, yeah. Went to Auntie, was it Auntie? Auntie Anne's. Oh, Anne's. we fucked those pretzels up, baby. Yeah. I had cinnamon shit all over my face. And then there was this street performer. I have never ah. been so taken in by a street performance ever in my life. He was I so good. I have the whole recording. We should post it. And I don't know his oh, name. Oh, we should post it. He was a, he was a gift. Yeah. Um, and he I somehow so acquired, fun. oh, I bet you, I bet you, you had some, um, whatever, like a shilling or what the fuck London people call their money. Like, <laughs> we had, you, I don't even know where you got this money, but you had it and you bet it to me that I could not chug this like Shilling. whole pint. <laughs> I couldn't chug this whole pint while holding my breath. Like I had to like pinch my nose, not breathe, and then try to chug this beer. When There's did a video. this happen? I had is, this is like, like we were at that place? weird clockwork orange bar that we were like downstairs oh, and we were the an, only people there. That was a strange place. And I'm so happy place. that we stopped there because it really was. I felt like I was in a movie. Like it felt yeah. like a scene from it was a movie weird because nobody. And then when people did come down, they were fucking weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like we were in some kind of weird fetish bar and we just didn't know. Yeah, I, I d- but I don't think so because it was right there across the street from like where uh, Six was playing, which is like the Broadway musical uh, that I think started in London. Uh, and we were debating on wh- whether we wanted to go see that or like go see another like Broadway show or like we wanted. It was to- some musical. It was six. It was not the Harry Potter musical. Oh, was it six? It's six, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Which is about like all the all all of Henry the Eighth's wives. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, it's actually a really good musical, and it came here through Chicago. Uh, I did not see it, but I do. I did listen to the sh- to the show. Anyway, that's not important. Cool story, bro. You know, let me chug my beer over here. Half of the ten people that listen to this podcast just turned it off. Thanks, man. Yeah, cool. Oh, fuck. That's right. We do this for the love of it. And also every loser. so that we um, don't lose our own sanity because yeah. I feel like <laughs> I'm always going crazy. Yeah. How's your week? How was your seven day stretch, dude? Dude, God smiled upon me. And we had bad weather on Sunday. So I got the day off and I slept. I'm like, I hardly got out of bed. Like and when I get out of bed, I would just kind of walk over to the couch and lay there for a minute. Great. And then get back. Yeah. It was like, and even today I was so fucking exhausted. Did you have to work? But today? my schedule's about to change. I'm going to have the same amount of classes, but they're condensing the like days. So I get two full days off again soon. Oh, hell yeah, dude. I know. Everybody needs that. Yeah. But it was kind of weird. Like I sort of hit my stride on day six and I coached almost all day. And I like felt strangely good. But I think I would have been dog shit on Sunday, day seven. Actually, that, that's over. I actually coached over seven days straight because my week. last day off was Thursday, the previous Thursday, and then I coached through the following Saturday. But if I hadn't had Sunday off, I would have coached until this Thursday, if that makes sense. So I would have been like what? Those that two almost two weeks? weeks straight. Yeah, yeah, that would have been brutal. That's ridiculous. On top of all this other shit that I'm trying to do, like auditioning every other day, doing the podcast, editing the podcast, my own personal training that I do. Yeah, it's been good, man. Well, dude, it sounds like you're like staying fucking busy. That's really, really good. I'm really busy. Yeah. Yeah. I I went from one to the other, from not doing dick to just too much. I mean, we're open now uh, and we're, it's, it's like, oh my God, it's, 50 degrees here and it's like people are shedding off their winter coats and coming in and thongs dude it is the most ridiculous thing people don't give a fuck they're just like oh yay it's the sun is out the snow is half melted cool it's yeah. summer fucking bring uh, it i'm gonna whip my dick out real quick yeah. fuck the snow outside oh and we've been living in this world for a year oh i think i'm getting over it a little bit you know yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what everybody is. It's like, I don't care. I'll fucking eat through my mask. I'll, I'll like bleed it, bleed the food in yeah. just so I can like be out around people. Or it's just so- risk my life. I really don't care. Yeah. Um, it's kind of <laughs> like when you see those pictures from World War II or was it World War I? Um, but anyway, it is. there's like two really iconic photos. And there's one that was from World War I too. Uh, World War I for sure. And I don't know how they've not made a film out of this, but it was Thanksgiving or some recognized holiday. It was like the British and maybe the Russians. I don't know what or the Germans. I mean, they called a truce and had Thanksgiving together or had Christmas together. So I can't remember the whole story. You guys will have to look it up. But basically, one of them kind of like waved a flag because they were, you know, on opposite sides, like shooting at each other. And they were at kind of like a, a dead stop. Like there was like a no man's land yeah. and then trenches. And so I think it was the British like waved a white flag and was like, made the suggestion that they take a day off and just have the holiday, like eat together. And so there are these pictures of them all together with their arms around each other, like exchanging gifts and things. And then the next day they went back to killing each other. <laughs> Fuck. And there's also pictures humans, man. Fuck humans. Well, yeah, I mean, it's like this also this like really interesting dynamic that I don't think people think about during 
these massive yeah. wars that happened was that these people did it's not like they were drafted right like right. so right, right right and then you also like are around so much death and you realize like this is a person just like i'm a person right right and they're fighting for the same reasons i'm fighting because they believe in this thing but at the end of the day we're fucking killing each other and it's cold and it's shitty and i live in a trench and you know like yeah, yeah. man um eh, there's all but, kinds of like really have you ever watched like band that's of a Brothers? really that's a really stretch comparison between that and COVID. <laughs> <laughs> no no but. no i'm just saying like <laughs> if people like that can come to terms where they're like having dinner together and then killing each other of course it's assumed with something like covid even though it's taking yeah. lives eventually once you've lived in it long enough yeah you're like fuck whatever the let's world come can be together burning. let's I'm gonna eat sit together and, and let's brunch, kill each other it. that way <laughs> huh let's kill each other that way <laughs> yeah i mean seriously like, yeah fuck yeah. it dude if the, if it's not stopping whatever i'm gonna sit outside and have a fucking mimosa and some french toast whatever you know, <laughs> uh, but there's also other really cool photos of them like playing soccer together, like playing soccer against each other, shit like that. That is the dumbest thing. I mean, I think it's really cool. Like, I agree. Like, I agree with what you're saying. Like, that's a really, that's kind of beautiful that like these people were able to put aside their differences. These humans that were fighting, that were drafted, right. that were forced to fight. When fighting had, basically other men's yeah, wars you exactly know? it had nothing to do with them these are people who were every day just trying to get by who have families they don't farmers and shit right. you know who gives like they are just there how cool is it that they found that they were like wow this is another human uh how about we go ahead and decide that that's how we should treat everyone and why are we starting these fucking wars that are just that's why it's like it's kind of funny that it or crazy that it keeps happening it's not funny yeah but, um, I know, yeah. You know, because they also like, I feel like there are so many artists that are trying to create these like meaningful stories that kind of like depict this and tell the story so that we understand what it was like. And I think some of that's in the hopes that we, you know, are growing as a people and can eventually find a place that this is not happening, if that's even possible. And I don't think that it is necessarily, but um, like Band of Brothers. I don't know if you've ever seen Band of Brothers, the TV show. Oh mm -hmm. man. And if I'm remembering right, it's like it starts with interviews of people that actually fought in World War II on on both sides. Mm -hmm. Like Germans, the Brit British, like Americans and they're telling stories. And there was like a really touching story from this uh German soldier their ship was sank. <clears throat> and so a bunch of them were taken on as POWs, like on an American ship. Yeah. And some of them were wounded and stuff in the process of like their ship being blown up, you know? Right. And anyway, this German soldier, he's like telling the story, you know, they had them locked in like cells on the ship. And then one day they, some of the soldiers, American soldiers came down, got them, brought them all back up on the deck of the ship. And he said there was a bunch of dead German soldiers laying on the floor. And so they were thinking they're about to kill us. Like they were wanting us to see what they've done. And now they're going to do the same to us. Oh, how, and that's, then that's fucking terrifying. What a mind fuck. What a t terrifying. Yeah, and terrifying. then what he realized, and it's so touching because he's like crying and stuff. And he's like, but what I, what, what they eventually realized was that these were people that had died from the injuries they sustained in the initial battle. Like no one had killed them. They just died. Yeah. And so they were allowing them to have a funeral for their friends before they threw them oh overboard. My God. And they they set in on the procession. So like the American soldiers like joined in with them yeah. and like they didn't speak the same language, but they were trying to do the same acts of like yeah. remembering these people. Oh dude, I'm they gonna let start them crying. say their goodbyes and they threw them over the board. Yeah. Oh, I'm super emotional right now. That is Yeah. Isn't that crazy, man? That's really beautiful. And I think that that again like you said before it's all these just normal people fighting someone else's fucking war i fucking hate yeah. war i know that's such a hippie thing to say and coming from yeah. the alcoholic pot smoker but like it's so true like fuck it all man that's so it's crazy man uh, i can't even imagine how many times like in like world war one world yeah. war two the korean war all these different wars like people sit there and like 
what the fuck are we doing? You know? Yeah. yeah. But God, then, like, then you also have like, uh, I don't know if you saw like that. Uh, this happened like in the last few weeks that German, like that Nazi uh, camp concentration camp person like they found them living here in the u.s and they sent them back over to germany this person's like 90 something years old for like trial oh, dude. do you see that I, I, so like i didn't there, see this there but... is there is hate like there is so like there are people that are backing the reason for war i'm not saying that there wasn't a reason to go to like world war ii oh. you know like there's always especially like, world war ii or just up. like where it's just let's slaughter everyone and you know that is a different has a different faith or, you know, like there was so much that so much hate going on there, but also I'm sure that a lot of those men that were fighting, maybe they, maybe they, they were just part of the country and they were like, fuck, we're at war. Yeah. Um, who knows? You know, it's kind of funny and I don't know if this is accurate and I'm sure, I mean, certainly it's exaggerated to an extent, but kind of how the U S and other countries have been shut down and, well, people, I'm doing air quotes for you listening can't see me because of COVID. Like they're adjusting laws or like regulations, like mm. things that shouldn't be otherwise allowed under a constitution. Like they're able to enact things. Right. They on Joe Rogan's podcast, I can't remember who the guy was, but was basically saying like, this is how the Germans did it. Right. Like you want to know how like a whole group of people started getting ex- uh, like exterminated sought after murdered like you know it's through weird shit like this like because i never understood that i was like how do you you look at a person that fucking lives where you live and looks like you you know you're like you're the same thing motherfuckers and then you're like no that's the bad version you know i mean but also but i mean you look at like we've been talking about the last couple weeks like those two gentlemen from um Chechnya and the Chechnyan leader, like that's, that's his message to his people. Right. And if you don't think for a second that he is filtering the information that's coming in there and that, and perpetuating that fucking hate, then I mean, that's exactly how, and and then of course, then, then you have COVID, which just kind of like more uh, secludes you. And that's happened throughout the whole U S. So of course I see that definitely happening in multiple countries. I mean, that's fucked up. And what a yeah. what a power, what a odd power grab. I'm gonna take advantage of a fucking pandemic that everybody's like people are dying from. Man, how do we get on this path? I have no idea. Dude. Oh, it's because you were t- we were talking about COVID, and I compared it to like people having oh yeah a holiday meal together during you, World yeah. War One. Yeah, you stretched <laughs> you stretched the you stretched it pretty hard, but I do get what you, <laughs> you didn't stretch pretty hard. I was saying if that is capable if that is a possibility a thing that happened that one day ago these people were shooting at you, yeah trying to kill you and then it was like hey time out for 24 hours you know like yeah and they did it which can you imagine being the first person to step out of the trench and walk into the no man's land yeah like yeah. as a sign of good faith i mean you were probably they were probably shitting their pants because who knows that the other side is just going to light them up, you know? Right. Or like what happens if you're like, oh, let's get together and have this meal. <laughs> Who's to say that somebody's not going to stab somebody right there? Right. And also, it's just kind of also, it's, it's also interesting. I'm sure there was a sprinkling of people that spoke the same, could were bilingual. But by and large, you don't speak the same language. So you're, tr- I think that's when they had, they played soccer. Maybe this is the same event. Like they had the holiday and then they had a soccer match. They, and they played against each other. Um, which then also like, you know, how much harder it was probably to kill that other person <laughs> after that happened, you know, cause you're thinking like, Oh, that was the goalie that I just fucking blew away. You know, <laughs> he was really good. I mean, but when it comes down to war and a situation like that, it's you or me, bitch. Oh, it's, fuck yeah, it's dude. Me. And it's cold and I'm starving to death. Yeah. It's now snowing on us. Sorry, I'm gonna win. Get me the fuck to... out of here, baby. Yeah, either you know? kill me or I'm gonna fucking kill you. Well, we know what kind of person Seth will be in in times. It, absolutely, I'm gonna fucking gonna... survive. <laughs> Seth played um, was in tr- the Trailer Park Musical, 
a trailer park musical what was it called uh oh no i forgot the name of the fucking show i thought it was called trailer park the musical or something oh the great american trailer park musical yeah yeah, yeah. like the great american trailer park musical and seth's (laughs) seth's character one was super into his uh what the fuck was your car was it a trans am or a uh monte carlo or something like that it's just a little roadkill i think it was just a truck it was not a truck it was a fast car how do i know more about the role than you fucking play it 100 i don't think it had anything to do with a car google it are you is it is it in the song do i need to just google that song you talk about it you brag about it all the time you're pontiac or something like that oh maybe it was maybe it was yeah yeah, yeah. man how do i know more about your shit than you dude do? because when a show is over my mind cuts it off and i forget every single thing that's that not me yeah. i remember all, all kinds of I don't, details the only way that i can that that will happen that is like if i can if a, if like a word or whatever will trigger it and then i can remember the whole fucking like monologue or song but like yeah i can't just pull it out of my fucking ass I, which is interesting i love that you can do that seth's character there was like some this is probably one of the best roles i've ever seen you play <laughs> oh, thank you dude thank you yeah i mean it was really great but fucking you know obviously it all takes per- place and a trailer park and he's like a crazy boyfriend coming to find his woman or whatever that doesn't want to be with him anymore. And there were multiple scenes that he would reach into his pants and you think he's going to dump his dick out. And then he would pull out this tiny little like 22 gun. And it was (laughs) so well done. Like he would reach deep and he would like how he would arch his legs. You're like, Oh, he's about to dump his dick out. And then he would just pull this little gun out and like hold it up to his face. <laughs> and that is who Seth would be in End Times. That's oh. why I tell this story. Uh, and he also was like a fucking, not a tweaker, but he would pull off this Sharpie and then he would like fucking smear it <laughs> under his nose so he could get high. <laughs> it was such a great role, man. You really love that. I'm glad it that was you, I'm glad it, you did it. It was too. fucking hilarious. Thank you. I appreciate that. That makes me happy. <laughs> I do have the script somewhere. Uh, I'd have to go look. I don't know. Dude. Yeah. Well, whenever you have time, pull that script out so you can tell everyone okay. how I'm right again. Okay. So, well, that'd be the two fucking, weeks in a row. That'd be the fucking first time. What do you mean? No, two weeks last week. It literally happened last week. Dick. What, what was I? What was you? What were you right about? What? What were you right about that I was wrong? Bill just, Gunter, you fuck. You got any uh, you got any news for us this week? Oh, yeah, I did actually look up some stuff for us this week. This is serious news. Murder Corner. That's a new segment. I think I'm going to start doing Murder Corner. It'll be better next week, guys. Cool. That was very enthusiastic. I like it. Wow, you're such a fuck. Okay, so mother-daughter <laughs> duo caught selling corpses out of their family funeral home. I'll save you the story, but basically the duo made hundreds of thousands of dollars illegally selling entire corpses or individual heads, torsos, arms, and legs to educator scientists and individuals in the medical community. The mom and daughter, Megan Hess, and her mother facing a hundred and 35 years in prison as a result. The small country bumpkin women selling corpses. Selling dead bodies out of funeral home. Who is buying them? Are they getting prosecuted? I don't think so. Or how do you even track down? Because I don't think they, I think they were illegally, they were probably forging documents to sell them to researchers or who knows i mean honestly like back in the day grave diggers like outside of just robbing the jewelry a big profit in it uh was selling it behind closed doors to like doctors so they could study the human anatomy because there was no other way to get access to it at the time and i'm sure that's still like cadavers are used for students and stuff but i feel like there's enough people that Maybe I'm wrong. Somebody correct. But I feel like that there's enough people that donate their bodies to science. I wouldn't mind be, having my body donated to science. I mean, fuck, I'm dead. Cut me open. Learn something from me. Right. 
sell I mean did it give a did did you just say a number count of how many bodies they sold? Um I didn't give the number account. It was a lot. Let me go back and and check it out. They but they're looking at a almost 150 years in prison. 135 years in prison. No, it didn't come up as to how many people died or I mean were sold right. illegally. Well, how do you know unless like what the the bodies are that that went through the funeral home were dug back up the coffins? <clears throat> yeah, probably. Probably or they were set to be cremated. Right. Somehow, I mean it's really interesting. That's worth looking into how they yeah. figured out that these motherfuckers were selling bodies illegally, you know? Or like the the communities that were purchasing them realized that something was off, right? you know? And looked into that. It doesn't say um, like how they were caught. No, it doesn't say how. That's yeah. ridiculous. Making a profit off some DBs. Funny murder number two, which doesn't even make sense because the woman is a smoke show, in my opinion. And the guy looks like a big toe. But mom obsessed with apocalypse kills her children. Did you hear about this? No. So shortly after Lori Vallow became obsessed with doomsday author Chad Daybell, which... Please look at their photos and tell me how mixed match this is. She's like a milf, and he's like yeah, a, he's kind of yeah, like a, he's a, a big troll. toe. He's a big toe. He's a big she toe. She had his pee <laughs> in her mouth. <laughs> That's what well, disturbs me. I mean, but the line. I mean, yeah, she's really pretty. Sure. Yeah. But maybe she, um, maybe she didn't used to be pretty. Maybe she got pretty. No, this is, saved. these are like, no, no, no. This is in real time. This okay. is what they looked like when they met. Okay. Yeah. So shortly after Lori Vallow became obsessed with Doomsday Arthur Chad Daybell, her two children disappeared. Disappeared. Daybell claimed he could see the future, hear voices, speaking prophecies meant only for him, and that the end of the world was near. And Vallow wholeheartedly believed him. Shortly after the two met, Daybell's wife died mysteriously in her sleep. Then Daybell and Vallow traveled to Hawaii where they were married. This is also calling coming from allthingsinteresting.com. So this got for so reference. The guy in the picture that uh-huh. he said he could see the future. Yes, he hears she, special voices that and she believed allowed him it. to see the future. And she believed him. Okay, well, that's enough. I don't care about yeah. what they, either of them look like. She's Ballo's fucking crazy. He's parents. fucking crazy. Yeah, he, well, first <laughs> off, he's a doomsday prepper. Right, and she believed that this doomsday And she prepper. believed it. So, so she was reading his books and t- consuming his content and believes it enough that <sighs> he then killed his wife and then Vallow's ex-husband's parents became concerned about the whole the whereabouts of her children and urged police to investigate. Vallow was ordered to produce her children because they went to Hawaii. Remember? So they are in a different part of the United States. Joshua J.J. Vallows and Tyler Ryan in court, which are the children's names. They're actually very cute. When she failed to do so, she was extradited from Hawaii where she was carelessly vacationing with Daybell, the tow man. Uh, she does look rough in this photo. Uh-oh. I want to see Yeah. It. She looks more like someone that would fuck a doomsday prepper. <laughs> yeah, she does. And she kill does her look, children. That doesn't even look like the same person. No, it doesn't. Um, so anyways, in court, witness explained how Vala believed her children had become zombies and needed to be killed. Police later uncovered the remains of her missing children buried behind Daybell's home. I mean, the shit that people make up. Wait, the children? He killed he and killed buried the children? the children because they were, and I'm air quoting everybody, zombies. Clearly, Daybell had heard from his voices and they were zombies and needed to be got rid of so they could a fucking Hawaii, you know? God, again, this is probably the third week in a row we've talked about this, but how important mental health is and access to mental health. <laughs> That's fucked up. They, those poor children. Uh, did they give ages of the children? Uh, let me see here. Like they're they young, te- dude. Teenagers? Not or even were they 10. Like, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, they no. were Not children. even 10. They're oh little my God, kids. God, that breaks my heart. Oh, they're little kids. Goodness. They're both super cute. Yeah, and they're oh very cute God. little kids. 
That's so upsetting. I fucking hate that. Fuck them. Fuck those two people, man. God damn it. It's really sad. That is so sad. <laughs> this I won't even break into this one too much, but man smokes joint while in court for marijuana possession. <laughs> when 20-year-old Spencer Boston appeared before judge in Lebanon, Tennessee for marijuana possession, he boldly lit a marijuana cigarette. Don't call it a marijuana cigarette, by the way, to prove a point, which backfired. Why? Good for uh, him. He should have. I'm glad I support that. Fuck you. Why is he getting arrested for fucking smoking pot? I don't care. Like that's Well, ridiculous. Boston had been trying to show how marijuana was not harmful and that it's you should be punished. Shouldn't be punishable by law. Uh-huh. But his best spectacle wasn't well received by Judge Haywood Barry. Boston was sentenced to 10 days in jail for contempt of court while countless marijuana activists cheered him on as a hero. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. Smoking that fucking yeah. court, dude. Fucking smoking that court. Yeah. I won't really go too far into, but this incel thing. I've never understood incels. This whole, like, you don't get laid, so you're angry. But incel blows off his hand while making a bomb to kill cheerleaders. I don't understand. This happened in June. I don't know what incel is. So, here, let me just Google it so I can give you a, a good... Okay. I don't incel. know what that yeah, I don't know what that means. Definition. Incel, a involuntary celibates <laughs> are members of an uns- online subculture who define themselves as unable to find a romantic or sexual partner despite desiring one. AKA losers. Oh no. Oh no. Seth's <laughs> Seth is a gay incel. Because he won't go and participate in squatty potty activities uh, i mean yeah i mean i don't really want to sit there and shit in someone's mouth that doesn't because he's worried weird. about shitting in the <laughs> act so anyway that was like long and rambling but this is my serious news i like that you're uh you're including one murder one mm-hmm. uh that's a good that's good yeah i just have so much murder knowledge anyways i was like might as well dish it out i mean also and i'm obsessed with murder like yeah i love it i love sorry. it sorry that sounds that sounded wrong but i'm obsessed yeah with, you fucking with... incel of course you're obsessed with murder fuck murdering off. gay men fuck yeah. off oh shit god damn it adobe i do not want to try and install you again this is the second week in a row i've eaten an entire thing of sweet tarts it's a problem. I have an addiction. Dude, I, sweet tarts are just not my thing. Man, it's like they may just make my dick hard, bro. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Dude, you and your candies, your little candies. Like, it's bad. Two, two weeks yeah. ago, it was like it was like gummy bears that like were like, bears. sexual, yeah. and then like sweet yeah. tarts. A couple of yeah episodes. It's my like, yep. <laughs> wait, do you like? Yep. Uh, is it just candy or is it chocolate too? Because I don't it's not like so much chocolate. I don't like candy. I like it's chocolate. Candy. See, I'm the opposite. I think you're one or the other. Maybe yeah. if you have diabetes, you're both. But like outside of that, <laughs> it's you're one or the other, you know? Yeah. Because I don't really like Skittles. I do really love a Starburst, like a like a right. good outside whatever. of that, we're just chugging beer, which is like fucking sugar, sugar water. So cheers, dude. Cheers, cheers, to, bro. Cheers to candy. I like drinking my candy. Could have been more gay in that moment. I like drinking the candy. I like drinking the candy. Yeah, just shoot it right <laughs> down my throat, please. Thank you. <laughs> Let me say shout out to my my uh, my boy Tanner McAlpin. Is that how you say your last name, Tanner McAlpin? McAlpin. Anyway, Good job, big old best, gay, big old gay, man. just like Seth. And uh, it was like after one of our galas when I was in grad school, we were chugging beers. And I was chugging beer. I was chugging a beer. And literally, like, as I was drinking it, I was trying to just sip it. And then he, like, tipped it up, I think, to, like, fuck with me. But then I just chugged it. And afterwards, he was like, you sure you've never sucked a dick before? And I was like, I'm positive. And he was like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I mean, if anything, if it, I don't know if it'll make you feel better, but if anything, it, if you ever, if that was ever the opportunity, if you ever needed to, you could do it, right? I could be successful. You could be successful. You could, you could be a successful dick sucker, dude. I don't know if that's like a, like a positive thing for you or like something that gives I, you, you like know, encouragement, but like it's in the back of, you know, you, I kind of like to be the best at everything. So right. if that was ever going to happen in my life, like I like to know that I'd be good at it. So <laughs> yeah, it is an encouraging thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and yeah. on that note, the gay <laughs> corner. Gay, 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 gay. Oh, shit. I only have one thing to talk about this week for the gay corner, which is just ridiculous. I have put off in my, like, gay things that I need to to learn and know of the culture, watching RuPaul's Drag Race. Dude. I've never seen it. I always hear great things about it, though. Dude, (laughs) dude, dude, I started it, and it has now become an obsession. It is... (laughs) Uh, well, okay, so I, I, so years ago, I tried to watch it, uh, where I work at a great, a gay brunch place now, but like, uh, it's a, it's connected to a gay bar at night, and that's where I started. Can I ask a quick question? I don't yeah. mean to interrupt, but yeah, go for what it, is yeah. it with gay things and, and pictures on the wall with girls with their tits out? What do you mean? So when we went to your little place for brunch one day, mm-hmm. I remember there was pictures on the wall of girls with their tits out. Yeah. And then uh, you I don't even know how to see, phrase this. see the full dicks out too, right? I miss the dicks because I only got an eye for the tits, I guess. Well, I miss the dick. But... I was going to say, Cody, because there's there's also there's there's men that are gay, but there's also women that are gay. Oh, OK. You know that? My second example here of gay things with tits out. We're at Seth's wedding. Carnival. Tits out. Just photos on photos of just tits. And I associated with being gay. Why? Because I was at a gay wedding. <laughs> Seth can defend it all day that it's not gay. It's gay as shit. I don't care. It's not a I gay. I have no problem place. with it being pro gay. I have no problem. But it's but not a gay. It's hap- not like a gay I, I see establishment. It's not an LGBTQ place. Okay. Well, there is a pattern, and the okay. pattern is <laughs> everywhere that the gay man that I love, who is my best friend, took me to. There were pictures on the wall of titties. And I just don't understand what the deal is with that. And I was hoping for some gay insights. Maybe there was some kind of something, but maybe it just happens to be titties on the wall. Well, I mean, I, I, guess, I guess it's because, okay, so like my, my biggest guess when it comes to boobs on the wall all the time is that lesbians are going to love to look at boobs. And then oh. for some reason, not really me, but most gay men love boobs they love to touch them they love to get their face in them they love to just like get in there and like kind of like blah 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 blah, like like like, like juggle them around Uh Uh totally all the things straight men love but gay men get to do it without asking to do it i know how fucked up is that because of that because it's not sexual cody if you were to walk up to a woman and just like grab boobies and start no it's not it's just an accessory it's just yeah. another accessory on the body like if, totally that's how i think of it guys okay but i have the same question then dude why do straight men love to walk around fucking naked in the fucking locker room i don't want dude. to be around and if i'm gonna be in the locker room with other naked men i'm gonna fucking like pop a boner and i'm gonna want to fuck you in the corner <laughs> so well, like why is that so like oh yeah man let me slap you on the fucking ass and like walk around naked you know why is that I, so acceptable because i'm not a boob person so i don't understand that i don't understand that connection that you're making right gay men and boobs i'm not a boob person i'm not somebody who like wants to go up and grab someone's boobs and like juggle them around and put my face in it because i think it's funny and and, and i don't know about you but i don't think you're the kind of guy straight guy who walks around and like slaps other guys asses and like just walks around naked right no i'm definitely not and i think so part of it for me has always been so there's a locker room culture of course i'm air quoting again for like the 30th time on this episode but locker room culture not again he's not going to reference locker room as in like dialogue we're talking about culture as in just like men walking around naked 
Yeah, like when you're in high school, I just to clarify. Yes, thank yes. you for the clarification. Yes, so, so that people don't think like you're trying to make a positive statement towards locker room talk. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying like literally when yeah, you're yeah. in high school, yeah, yeah. this is like a thing that happens, right? And I think it initially starts as shock factor. But if you grow up in athletics, say like you make it into high school and then you go into college, like Tay Prince is me, even me, I didn't quite play a college sport, but I play, I lived on a floor with people that all played sports. It transcended into college, right? And I think that in the standard gym translates over. Now also, People shoving glow sticks up their pistol. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. You can hang up on the details. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seth is just saying all this stuff because he wished he lived on our floor, right? His dick would have been raw 24 oh 7 from jerking yes. it all the time at the all stuff of, that was happening on our floor. Well, the problem which is why is, Seth would have never been allowed the, to live on our floor. All the people on your floor, though, were gorgeous men. They were all very, <laughs> very sexy men. Everyone I, on the floor was like, I, you know, it's gay, right? <laughs> and I'm sure they all knew that. And I'm sure they all knew that. But I just want to like clarify that like I wasn't like yeah. jacking it to them every oh, night. Oh, right, 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 right. I was so trying some of them to hear like, this. Right. That I I'm, you know, I'm not like uh yeah. maybe to some of them, but not oh all of them. God. Oh my god. That's <laughs> that so way, terrible. They, that's maybe so they terrible. Could, they could question in their head if they thought I was if they were Christ, getting up that's for so sex. terrible. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I think some of that transcends when you see younger people doing it. Now, I think once you hit 60, you no longer care and your dick, your dick's just always out, right? Because that's really the old people you see in the locker room doing that. Wrong. That's wrong. But Okay, so don't tell me wrong because I already hit the subcategory. So you can't There's... tell me I'm wrong because I already hit a subcategory and I already went to old. Like you see more old than anything. But then there are others. But let me say this. This is okay. another reason like because I'm pretty comfortable ish now like like in a locker room setting i'm not scared to like get undressed but what i did witness one time in a gym locker room like a like a globo gym if you would locker room was a fucking <laughs> pervert walking around trying to stealthily videotape people changing so no and you know me i'm already hyper paranoid right yeah. not okay a dude was doing this Oh, yeah, because it's only men can be in there, right? So okay. how I caught on to this little fuck was that I had just gotten there and needed to change into my workout stuff, right? So I was down to just my underwear, and he randomly came and fidgeted at a locker for a second and sat down. You know me, I'm paranoid. And yeah. so, like, like, I don't, I'm not clocking what everyone's doing all the time. So the fact that he didn't open a locker... And then he pretended to be texting on his phone. And I looked over and saw he wasn't doing anything on his phone other than like kind of scrolling through some apps. I was like, oh, okay. So I just stopped and I stared at him until he got up and he left. And I was like, that little fucker was trying to do something. Now I'm a predator. I recognize a predator. And that was <laughs> definitely a predator. So I wait for him. I to am leave. a predator and I recognize I a predator. I know that I am. And I know that oh. I can recognize one. And That's so I fucking wait for him to leave. I change. And then I walk around to the other set of lockers. There's like two or three naked dudes. And he's sitting like he was sitting at my space. But I can see he's trying to hold his phone in a way that I know that he's recording it. And so then I stopped again and just stared at him. And he like got up and bolted out of there. And I was like, this Fuck little that. motherfucker, Fuck dude, little this little motherfucker. motherfucker. And I wish this is the thing that is like, he was gonzo. Like he literally left and there was no way for me to like explain what he looked like or whatever. Right. You know, but I still should have said something and I didn't. No doubt he had a membership there. So he was doing this all the time. Right, 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 right. How more people don't clock that, well, I mean, you dude, know, he, I don't understand. It would have been just for future reference, uh, because I think about this all the time when it comes to like people recording and all that kind of stuff, because you could have easily just asked them to ask for the uh, the the cameras on the outside of when he left. Oh, clock the for time, like where he was leaving. Clock the time of when he left. Look at your oh, phone. Yeah, I could have just followed him right out and went to the front desk and yeah, been like, uh, hey, man, like, hey, you need to look the at this dude time. that just walked out there. Uh, yeah, that dude 
is fucking taping people in the locker rooms. Right. Easy. You could have done that. Damn it. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Just, so you, just for future, in case you see yeah. that person again or anything like that, so you know. Yeah, that's good to know. Yeah. Because I, I was you, like, wow. I got you. And what the, what's so funny about it is like, and I'm sure he thought he was being subtle. But like I said, I'm a pred. As soon as he walked around the corner, I was like, this well, dude is dude, off. And like, I don't think it's, I, I, you're, you're calling yourself a predator. And I don't want people to think that like you are someone who would do that to women. Like right. record. you're not a predator, dude. You are someone like me who understands darkness. We are yeah, both dark yeah, people. Yeah. We both have a connection. Like, that's why I immediately, like, I understand how dark people think. That's why I, my mind immediately was like, okay, well, then this is how you catch a dark person. That's my, yeah. uh, I guess that makes sense. Like, we're both dark minded, which yeah. is why when another dark minded person came around, I was like, I already know your game, bitch boy. Right. Exactly. I already right. know it. Which is why it's like, like <laughs> In a second, I was like, yeah, okay, well, this is how you this is how you fix that, Cody. <laughs> yeah, that's smart. So, Man, I really derailed your story. I'm no, so sorry. No, dude, I didn't you're realize good. 20 minutes later. You're good. No, 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 no. That was a really good story, dude. <laughs> I really enjoyed that story. I'm glad that we talked about that. We're all have a little tweak to us. And although I'm not that gay who wants to grab somebody's boobs and you're not the kind of guy who wants to slap some other dude's ass in the locker room while you, it's just you two. Like, right that's the most gay and if anything like i'm just like yes slap my ass random person who's like standing in the corner <laughs> dude can so, i tell you a story that you would wish you were me that oh happened god. to me when i was oh in high school god. oh my god yes i need something. i can't say I this guy's name i need something for tonight so i can't say this guy's oh you'll you'll use this then like i can't say this guy's name but he went to high school with me and he was like a senior when i was a freshman and what i didn't know was that this guy was famous for having a monster dick. Okay. Oh. So yes. and this is what was said to me. And this I, 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 is the best gay. I know that we <laughs> got derailed from RuPaul, which we'll go back to RuPaul yeah. before we end this. But man, this is a great gay corner. Monster Dude had a dick. monster dick. Yes. Thank you. Go ahead. And so <laughs> um, I fucking go to the water fountain. It's a low water fountain. So I have to like bend for it. I'm a freshman. I'm 15 years old. And I'm like sipping from the water. And then all of a sudden, this fucking dick is just like, like in my face, like not touching my face. Like he just walked up and was like, just to put his dick in my face, I think. And I was like, what the fuck? And I only caught like a quick glimpse of it. But I was like, okay, that thing had to weigh five to 10 pounds. Right. Oh, like he walked oh in. Oh my God. And so I, walk over I want five to 10 pounds in me. Come Dude, on. So I walk over. I walk over to my fucking boy. I'm going to just call him J-Man. You know who he is. And I was like, dude, this guy just put his dick in my face. And he's like, oh, dude, he's fucking, he's known for this. He was like, one time I watched him try to put his fucking dick in a large mouth Gatorade bottle. Soft, it would not fit. Like... <laughs> Oh my god, dude! I feel like we've been on the dick talk for a little bit. That's okay. So this is not the episode for you if you don't like the dick talk. Sorry, Roman. Who are we kidding? Like... We know you love the dick talk, you little <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh fuck! Love you, bud. Uh, so I I started RuPaul. I am four seasons in of the 13 seasons, not including all the all-stars that uh, are to come, which are all-star seasons, which I'm super excited about. Dude, I think you would really, really like RuPaul Drag Race. It's so fun. Start. I'm almost through the challenge. MTV's the challenge, so I'm looking to invest. Dude, invest. I'm loving it. Uh, And I, this is the only thing I want to say about... I'm watching it. It's really great. The one thing that I have to say is that I fucking wish I had this when I was younger. It's helped me even in the last like few weeks that I've been like diving into it and like binge watching it, helping me realize how uh, uh, normal that is for people to go through the same thing that I went through which I know that like I talk about a lot and like that recognition that uh, what is it called? What do they, what do people say? Like the mainstream, Oh, it's so good to have representation. That's the word. Oh yeah. 
But I think that that's so true because like even watching the last like few seasons, cause I'm already on season four, uh, is that watching these people tell the same stories that I have lived. And it's so empowering to see someone talk about the same exact thing that I went through to be like, oh, okay. So I'm not so alone as I thought I was. And that's uh, a weird thing to, uh, to go through when you feel so alone. And I think that that's, uh, anyway, that's, that, that's what I've taken away from RuPaul so far is just that I feel very comforted. I feel very much like a, a distant family member. I feel like I understand even my community better in the last few seasons that I've watched, which has been just like, it's been such a, an, an empowering thing to watch. Anyway, that's all I have to say about RuPaul. And I feel like once I finish it, I'll be able to say more about the actual show because I do have some comments on it, but I don't want to jump into it just because there's so many RuPaul Drag Race fans. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to yeah. offend anyone. You don't before bring I, the heat. Right, before I even like know what I'm talking about. But Totally. <laughs> but, you uh, fucking virgin. Let's yeah, go. Exactly, exactly. And that's what I feel like. But man, I do have to say, dude, it's just the last few seasons already, I feel like a different person it makes me feel that's better. awesome man yeah that dude. actually like really warms my heart brother good i'm not kidding yeah. like and i honestly i know i made the jokes or whatever but i hope that for all people i hope you everyone can just feel comfortable in their own fucking skin right right you and, are who you are i mean you know like, i know there's kind of the... some stipulations to that right there's some kind of asterisks if you would like maybe you shouldn't be who you are if you're like a really bad person but um in these cases like if you're like a gay man or whatever, like just fucking, I hope, you know, it's, and you have an environment where you can be just that. Right. And seeing the reflection in a fucking TV show is something I never thought that I would see, but like how wonderful and uh, affirming that is. And that goes for all you fucks listening. All right. Just where you are right now, as you're listening. You're fucking good enough. Yeah. We're always improving. We're always getting better. But you right now are enough. Absolutely. I know that sounds cheesy, but it's fucking true. And this is coming from a person that regularly wakes up in the morning and sees himself in a full length mirror that his girlfriend's put in the living room and thinks, look at you, you little bitch. You know, so this is <laughs> stuff that I'm applying to myself <laughs> as well. Oh, shit. I know my fun's about to die, brother. Yeah. Uh... Do I have enough time to go like take a piss real quick? Or... Yeah, let's take a piss and do the toast. All right, sounds good. Oh fuck, dude! Fuck, dude! Hey, what? I love your fucking shirt. Oh, thanks, bro. Dude, that is a great shirt. Sir, it's Grateful Dead. Yeah. Your toast, pussy. My toast. Uh, um. I guess I'll just be I'll I'll in the spirit of uh, drag race and all that gay shit, you know, all that bullshit gay shit. Yeah, all uh, that gay shit, man. Fuck it all, man. All I just want to shit. I'll just uh, do a just a short toast to fuck any f- gay boy out there that just doesn't know what the fuck is going on and just needs to understand that love is out there whether romantic or friendship or whatever it is that there is actual love out there for you that you can actually be whoever the fuck you want to be. And you just fucking go for it. That none of that matters. Success. All of that is like, that's a separate thing. Like anything like that is very separate than who you are as a person. And I just want to encourage you to be who you are and to love. And as long as you're being a good and empathetic person, that's all that fucking matters. And I think that's what's important. All of those, you can be in the closet as far in or out of the closet as whatever. You're loved and you deserve love and you are fucking enough. I think that's all I want to say, right? Cheers, brother. Cheers, Great dude. toast. Yeah. Love you, dude. Love uh, you, bro. Also, find yourself a fucking Cody. Find and yourself a, Seth. a fucking friend. Yeah, if you're a Cody. For real. Right? Love you, dude. You grow together. You keep each other sharp. 
Yeah. You have perspective on life. Yeah. It's good, man. Absolutely. Cheers, you, bro. Cheers. Love you too, bro. Ah. Nine beers deep, team. Give us some likes. Tell us your tell your fucking friends, your deviant friends, your gay friends, your friends that need to know more about gay shit and murder shit <laughs> and dick shit. Gay and murder. Dude, maybe we need to come soon together and figure out a gay murder shit. Luca Magnata, I mean, he'll be the first one that we we mm, put on deck. No, that little fuck piece of you, shit. Luca Magnata. He's not gay. He's just some dude who f- fucked cats. And he's fucked just some dude. dude that fucked guys. The it gays just, don't claim him. The gays don't claim Luca Magnata. Fuck that dude. That dude you know what his punishment was in prison? They didn't fuck him. Oh, dude, I love you, man. I love you too, brother. Uh